0: The reading is from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20b, through chapter 6, verse 10, and is on page 940 of your Pew Bible. We entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. As we work together with him, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says... At an acceptable time, I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation, I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no faults may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we have commended ourselves in every way through great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, in riots, labor, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute, We are treated as imposters and yet are true, as unknown and yet are well-known, as dying and see, we are alive, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. Word of God, word of life.
1: A reading from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 6, which is on page 787 in your pew Bible. Jesus says, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust consumes, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. At the end of our lives, the importance we put on stuff, the self serving priorities we hold on to with white knuckles, the significance we assign to what is oftentimes very temporary. At the end of our lives, all earthly things will wither into irrelevance. Wearing the right brand, driving a car to impress, whether you were popular in middle school, whether your high school team won whatever championship it was that year, how good looking you were, how much wealth you had. The significance of all earthly things at the end of your life will fade to the background while your relationship with God, we call that faith, that will be all that remains. Some of us know this because we've been with people toward the end of their lives. We have seen this to be true. It's always true that this is how it will be at the end of our lives. But no one of us can know when exactly the end will be. Which is why we take one day every year as a church family to remind each other, Remember, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. It's a reference to a story from Genesis after Adam, which is the Hebrew word for dirt person. Adam, we are told, is the result of God breathing into the nostrils of a form God made from the dust of the new ground God had just created. God breathed into this dirt and voila, dirt person, Adam. Later comes Eve. Together, Adam and Eve make a choice to disobey their breath giver, and they try to be like God, which they're not built to be. This is why God has to tell the dirt person who tried to be like God that you're dust. To dust you shall return. But if you know this story, you also know they don't return to the dust right then and there. God does not immediately press the restart button or crinkle up this whole creation and throw it in some cosmic garbage pile to try again. Instead, despite whatever frustration or anger or both that God has, God can't help but be gracious. Because God is grace. God is love. God is life-giving, not life-taking. And so, lifed as they have been, They also recognize at this point in the story that they're naked. They know it. And so God, out of God's grace and love, clothes these disobedient dirt people who are dust and to dust they shall return, but they don't have to return right away. You too are dust. To dust you shall return, but not right away. You and I are living in our Meantime. I've seen the first breath of three humans. I've seen the last breath of more than that. You and I are living in between those two breaths. Our first and our last. And we dirt people are graced with breath again today for a purpose... That is greater than we oftentimes give God credit for, greater than we oftentimes remind each other of. Our dirt bodies are given significance. We call it life. Why, though? We sometimes wonder. For whom? We oftentimes wanna know. For what? Because we get confused but only because we direct our lives towards stuff and things and priorities that give nothing back, that lead us to confusion, frustration, and far worse. Instead of leading our hearts to oceans of love, see, I know it's Valentine's Day. You see the hearts. Instead of leading our hearts To love by welcoming all, especially those who are usually left out, by building community in a world that tells us just stay divided from them, by serving our neighbor who maybe doesn't seem to deserve our help. These are the ways of Jesus, the ways of God that lead our hearts to true love. But instead of leading our hearts to love, we bring them to empty, meaningless, oftentimes false places that lie to us that shrink our hearts, that make us feel lonely, scared, anxious, angry, depressed. The list could go on. The more we direct our time toward mindless, soulless scrolling, watching. Humans have never had more ways to give their precious time to nothing. Guaranteeing that we will receive nothing from nothing. And so our hearts go there to nowhere, to nothing. God did not breathe life into the dirt so that we would devote our time to nothing or so that we would offer our incredible gifts to accumulate and maintain and care about stuff Because stuff also gives nothing back. In our text from Matthew, Jesus says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume, where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. God built us, breathed life into us, and knows how we work, knows how it all works. Lots of us get confused about this one. We might say that where our hearts are, that's where our treasure goes. A lot of us would claim that. What we care about already who we care about already, many of us would say that what we love, that's where we put our time. Who we already love, that's where we invest our imaginations, as though we're all at the mercy of our hearts. And wherever our heart is, I guess that's what we have to do. But Jesus knows better. Jesus says the exact opposite of that. Jesus teaches it's the other way around. How we spend our time, that shapes our hearts. We're not at the mercy of our hearts follow your heart, would be the last thing Jesus would teach. Jesus says, follow me. Jesus says, your heart follows your treasure, where you put your treasure. We know this to be true, by the way. $23 billion was bet on the Super Bowl three days ago. Why? Well, I don't know about you, but do you care more about a game or how many, how many seconds the national anthem is going to be or whether the coin toss is going to be heads or tails? Do you care more about any of that as a passive observer where maybe the two teams mean nothing to you otherwise and it's just another spectacle on TV? Or do you care more if you got $1,000 on it? I know I'd care more about the heads and tails if there was $1,000 on it. We can lead our hearts to care about stuff that wouldn't otherwise matter to us. We have the power. Where your treasure is, your heart goes. You want to care more about something? Put your money into it. You'll care. You want to care more about a person or an issue or a cause? Spend a precious day off with that person or that cause. We can lead our hearts to care about things. On Ash Wednesday, we remember together that God did not give these dirt bodies significance, life, just so that we would use wealth to care about a Super Bowl a little more. Put your treasure of time into TikTok or whatever, your heart's going to live there. Your attention, your imagination, your heart who you are and how you can contribute to the world goes where you put your time and where you put your money. Put your treasure in that new truck or that new house or whatever new thing and there your heart will be in the truck, in the house, in the things. Just remember At the end of our lives, all earthly things will wither into irrelevance, and as things fade to black, all that will remain is your relationship with God, what we call faith. Remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Jesus says this to his disciples, and every time I read it, it cuts through my greed, my selfishness, my apathy, my indifference, every time I hear it. It convicts me every time I hear it that where my treasure goes, there my heart follows. The good news is with this power to lead our hearts to love, our hearts don't have to end up in our phones, in our vehicles, or or stuck in ourselves. When we direct our treasure of Time and talents and wealth toward our neighbor or into this community, our hearts follow. God breathed air into the dirt that is you so that your heart would beat into the loneliness of your neighbor, so that your heart would beat into the fears of your friends, into the soul of your spouse, into the hopes of your children. We don't have to suffer in existential angst, wondering, why do I even have a life? For whom do I live? For what? Graced with the faith of Jesus, with the love relationship Jesus has with God the Father, graced with that faith in baptism, yes, we are dust, and yes, to dust we shall, each of us and all of us, return. And, in the meantime... We get to learn to trust God, proclaim Christ through word and deed, care for others in the world God made, and work for justice and peace. Each day of breath is another day to put our treasure into people, into places where our hearts will give and receive love.